Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Good morning, you lunatics who are listening to this podcast trying to improve yourself every day. We're all for it. We're here. Okay, so just finished book club with the gang doing a really good book, actually. And I'm going to talk about some of my notes from the book, right? And some of the things we spoke about today. I think they're important things to talk about. No shout out Sarah, who is all the way from Australia, all the way to the UK, has jumped all into Turtle since she's been here and has um, been a really big addition to the book club and has realized, you know, these conversations we have about these books that are meaningful are really helpful. And I think that's a lesson in itself. If you're having shallow conversation every day and you have no room for deep conversation or anything stimulating, trust me, you're doing yourself a disservice as human beings, right, for centuries and thousands of years we have been talking to each other most days in depth sitting down around the fire around the tables right we've lost that now in a sense we've it's gone to the digital world we've lost this conversation part of the human existence and we need it we need the mind to think about these things and chat and listen and rep- and chat back and open your point of view stretch your mind once you stretch your mind, it'll never go back. So you fit different points of view. But if you've got a rigid mind and you've got all these core beliefs, right? Like you, you're going to find yourself tunnel vision. You're going to be this ignorance, basically. And sometimes, you know, the quote, ignorance is bliss. I don't think that is true if you do want to, you know, fulfill your potential. But let's get into some of my notes from this book. Uh, basically some quotes. And I think they'll resonate in a sense. The author's amazing. I think she's like 92 years old now. She was in Auschwitz um, when she was 16. She got forced to dance in front of this like SS, like an elite SS guy who was a mass murderer. Um, you know, the, the, the shock she must have gone through. And she's gone through all her life, since 16 to 92. And what she's saying is, it's possible to go through the horrors of that and still be happy, even with decades of feeling survivor's guilt and getting over it, it's possible. But the first step is to stop being a victim and to be a survivor instead. Say, look, don't take, get rid of victim mentality. Why me? Why me? Get rid of that and think, I'm a survivor. I've survived this. What's next? It's a good mindset to have. So if you're feeling that mode now, what? You're a survivor of everything you've ha- ever happened to you in your life so far. So that's the, men- well, you, you know, what's next for you? But she talks about nobody's born with shame and guilt. Okay, you choose the meaning you make. So we're never born with shame and guilt, but it's it's a learned behavior to be shameful or guilty about stuff due to society's, you know, pressures and stuff is a big thing, obviously. Um, but really, they're kind of self-imposed sometimes with the values we want to undertake. Social media puts a lot on us. So 
if we can learn shame and guilt over something, we can unlearn. I think unlearning is the next step for humans in a sense. So human nature and humans has always been about the accumulation of knowledge and improving and going and going and more and more. I think what's going to happen now, the realization of the unlearning, the unbundling of these things is the next step for us because there's an abundance, there's too much information now. So we have to unlearn. And this is a Bruce Lee thing. Um, addition via subtraction. Less is more. We've heard this. It's the thing. Okay. That's the thing. Um, and she talks about like, decide, look at your life and you think about things. What's empowering and what's depleting? And really list things down. Like, am I empowered by this? Did I feel empowered after it? Or did I feel depleted? And do this for loads of stuff. Were you empowered when you went on a night out? Were you empowered the day, the morning of, after? Were you empowered this and that? Were you empowered um, with your work today? Were you empowered chatting to this person? And if there's too many things that are depleting, you have to cut them because depletion is the worst thing. There's only so much energy you've got in a day. And if it saps away from you, you can't give it to the important things in your life. And this is one of the main things behind the macro stuff. This macro stuff, nutrition, like pull your head out, zoom out a bit, the fuck, it doesn't matter, guys, in a sense, in, this, in the grand scheme of life, right, human existence, all this, like, existential questions we have, macros to drop some body fat is, like, nowhere near at the, the, the importance of the scale, but we must do it because, obviously, it's something we, if we can control, we can get in balance, we can feel healthier, and we can give ourselves that platform to be who we truly are, and also reduce the health risks that come from, you know, obesity and stuff as well, but you know, we need to have our energy for the things that really do matter and fulfill us. And I think once we do kind of tick box that, okay, the the app, the macros app or whatever, I'm in control, I'm flexible, I'm living it, you quickly realize like, I've got that under control now. Where next? What's next for me? Is it my job was going to have this energy that I've got now? Is it my relationships? Whatever it is. I think it's an amazing feeling. Um, but first of all, less the the gateway to self-improvement, I think, through nutrition and training is a really good gateway. I think it's one of the easiest ones to go through, but it's also one of the most powerful ones. Um, okay, so another one is, she says, stop trying to find a reason for something that's happened to you. Like, in, in this case, she talks about abuse. Stop trying to find a reason for why your partner's abused you or whatever she says. Because if you keep finding a reason, you're never going to find one because it doesn't make sense. The world, some, the world just doesn't make sense. You know, you can say, why, why, why are we here? I don't know, mate, God, but what, who made God? Why is it, what's the reason? Mean, we don't know, okay? We just don't know. And I think the re, if you keep asking for reason, 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 you're going to just, you, it's going to deplete you, okay? So that's the thing. It's like sometimes shit happens, a lot of shit happens to a lot of people. A lot of bad stuff happens, a lot of good people. We don't know why it happens. It just does. I think it's easier said than done right now, but if something's bad is going to happen to me, it'd be like, well, it's happened, and I think I would have the tools to... Uh, I think overcome it, but I would know that if I'm thinking, why me, why me? It's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve me. It's going to deplete me. So be kinder to yourself as well, she says. Okay, a lot of people think, I don't deserve this goodness in my life. I don't deserve this tranquility and stillness. But if you can't be kind to yourself, saying this world, no one's going to tell you you deserve it. The world's a rough place. They're not going to say you deserve it. They might do, and you know, just to further their aim, but you have to understand and be kind to yourself. If you can be kind to yourself, you know, that's the only thing that really matters and the way you speak to yourself. Like Tiff was talking on the, the call as well saying, you know, she found herself in a place looking in a mirror 
and speaking to speaking to herself like shit again. And they have those old habits coming in. But, you know, the awareness was there to catch it. Okay, that's the important. These things are automatic. There's a lot of, you look at yourself in the mirror, automatically think, oh, you're a pile of shit. And then you go, do you know what? I'm not a pile of shit, right? I'm not a pile of shit at all. That's a silly thought. You laugh at it. Um, I had a thought the other day. I'm not going to say what it was. But I, I had the thought, right? And I was like, that is such a stupidly bad thought. I thought, you know, that's not me. It's just my thoughts. Fine. But some people like think they think they are their thoughts. And they're like, oh, I can't believe I thought I'm a terrible person. No, trust me. We've all had stupid thoughts. That sometimes they just pop in your head. Okay. And you just have to go, okay, ta-da. It's not that, you know, so you can't take it too personally. Um, same with it's being nasty to yourself. Think about it like mirrors haven't been around forever. When mirrors were first invented and people could finally see themselves. Like, think of the time when you couldn't see yourself. The thing there is, like, other people would have had to, you would have to rely on other people telling you. And I think it would have, might, might have been slightly worse. But now we can self-analyze it all day, all the time, because we've got mirrors everywhere. Um, so it can, it, can be a, it can be a slippery slope. But just remember, you, if you, you have to be kind to yourself. Otherwise, this, like, negative self-talk builds up and it makes you feel like shit. And it's not good. It's just going to be, you're just not going to walk out the door with a smile on your face. And I think we all should walk out the door with a smile on our face. Um, she then talks about, give myself permission. She says, make a statement. Don't ask for permission. I'm going to do this as opposed to, should I do this? I'm going to start this new fitness regime because I want to improve my health. Full stop. What are people going to say? They go, oh, should I start this fitness thing? I want to improve my health. Oh, you don't need to do it. Just be statements. Boom. I'm going to look for a new job. I'm going to go for promotion. Okay, talks about that. Uh, she can't change a thing. It's hard to accept our powerlessness. That's another thing. Some t- we are powerless, less powerless in many things. Accepting that is probably one of the most, the one of the quickest life hacks you can do for accepting the reality of the world, reality of your life. Yes, world hunger, power. We are essentially powerless in, as individuals to do this. Yes, I can do my bit and push and maybe you can build into something. But in a sense, we are powerless in a lot of things. And that's okay. That's okay. We just try our best. That's all we can do and see what happens. Um, it's so hard to be in the present to accept what was and is. And uh, Karen mentioned a quote by Hugh Gilmore from the Christmas Challenge. You know, you, you got one foot in the future one foot in the past and you're pissing on the present. Um, so, you know, make sure you're not in the past or the future all the time. You need to be in the present. And we hear, you hear this all the time, especially this podcast, but key skill, key skill. Um, and she says the phrase, what if will deplete you, deplete you to death. Ah, oh, what if, what if this, what if that? Spoke with us yesterday, tyranny of choice. What if this, and what if I had that job? What if I did that? What if I did this? What if I kept playing sport at 16? Whatever. Fucking hell, what? what so who, what, who cares? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, kind of, I don't know what came out of my mouth there, but I felt like I was balancing like a gymnast. Um, what if it's just going to deplete you? So let's get into that. Okay. Um, okay, and she talks about the prison of rigidity. Okay. She says, when I'm angry, I'm the one that gets hurt, she says. That's a good quote. So she doesn't want to get angry at all or anything because she's the one to get hurt. Don't defend yourself over a crime you didn't commit, she says. 
And it takes two to fight, one to stop it. The more they talk, the more relaxed I am. It's a good way. And she talks about as well about rigidities. Like low-level chronic anger and resentment really make you rigid. They stop you being able to open up to the happy moments. And I think a lot of us can take a lot from that as like, are you being fully present or are you holding on to little bits and bobs that happened yesterday, the plate being left there, this and that. And it's just complete resentment and minor anger. And it's just completely blocking off any new experiences. And I said in the book club as well, like I was thinking this summer, you know, going to some events. I was like, I really want the event to be like it was before. Okay. As in the past. And I went to the event and I was like, oh, I really wanted to be like it was before. And then when it doesn't turn out to be like it was before, you think it's a shit event and it's gone to shit and you do it. But no, every new event or thing you're going to go to is a new experience. It doesn't have to be. It shouldn't be. It's never going to be like it was before. So just be open to a new experience instead. New experiences, they're new. Neither is one better or worse. Like you grow up, things change. There's a different way of go- There's Everything changes. I think understanding that change is important and not holding on to past things and experiences. I should have been like this. I used to have this happen and this and that. That's not going to serve you either. Um, so I think there's a lot to take away from this voice note in terms of, well, this book. Uh, uh, so I think like if anything does resonate with you, look into this book, be curious, read about it, look up the author, read the book. It's one of the highest, highest rating books I think we've had in book club for a while. Um, and I just want to say, give yourself permission. Just give yourself permission to do something. Um, we all waiting for someone to tell us, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can go for that job promotion. Yeah, you can start the business. Yeah, you can do that plan. Yeah, you can squat. Yeah, you can do a press up. Sometimes, you know, we, we have to pay people to just tell us, you can do that. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of, um, in this world, you know, I've looked into, like I've done a lot of online courses and stuff. I speak to these like creators and all that. And a lot of people just pay a mentorship program for someone above them just to say to them, yeah, you can do that, do that. Go for that big, do that big move. You got it in you. And it's all it takes is just like, you can do it. Okay, by someone that we think is superior to us. But fuck them. We don't need those people. We can give ourselves that permission to do that. And it's risky, of course. Remember the stoic reverse clause. I'm going to try my best and I'm going to be optimistic, but fate permitting, shit doesn't go to plan, doesn't go to plan. I tried my best, I put my best shot there. And that's all we can do. Try our best, put our best shot there. And if we do that every day, well, our lives will change. And I think I'll leave you with this actually. Uh, read a really good concept on confidence. And I think confidence is not something fakely manufactured. Confidence comes from us doing new things frequently. So if you can think every week, I'm going to do something new. Like I'm going to go for me, like go swimming. I'm going to go cycling, do this. I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to write this. I'm going to put a blog post out. Just do loads of new things all the time. And realizing that doing new risky things isn't going to, it doesn't kill you. doesn't make you feel like shit. And it's not a thing. And it's not as big of a deal as you thought. You've now got confidence because you, you're always doing new things that's in the unknown and it's turning out okay. So what are you going to do this weekend that's new? Are you going to go over to the same bar and have the same drink all the time? Maybe it's nice, but maybe think, do you know what? What have I not done that I'd like to do but I'm quite scared of, that I look silly? Maybe go to like a dance class or like a fucking Latin American salsa class. I don't know. Go somewhere like, you know, a bit different. And if we can do that frequently, I think we live better lives and we can gain confidence in the fact that we can do it. I'm going to leave you with that. Enjoy your day. Get on with your day. What's your one big thing? Let me know. 
new app updates coming soon. It's going to be awesome update. I can't wait. Um, weekend and it's my birthday weekend. Sunday I turn twenty nine years old. But there we go. What's the, what is that? What is age? Sound nearly thirty now, guys. I'm in my last twelve months of apparently twelve months of life because when thirty hits, apparently the world ends. But that's not true. But enjoy yourselves, and I will speak to you all Monday. And that is it for today's episode. So hopefully you took something away from it. If you didn't, here's what you need to take away. Stop wasting time on social media. Stop wasting time gossiping. You've only got today to live. Today's the only day you ever have. So if there's anything to take away from this podcast, even if you can't understand the word I say, even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom I try to deliver, this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking, You've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow. Do daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow.